You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and today we're remembering Delia Dobbyshire on her 80th birthday. She's a groundbreaking English electronic musician who created the Doctor Who theme. I've got interviews with John Fox of Ultravox, Orbital, Stereo Lab, White Noise, and the Delia Dobbyshire Appreciation Society. But before you get to that, I want to tell you about a musician working in deep ambient terrain. He records as Between Interval. He has a new album called Legacy on Spotted Peckery music those guys specialize in electronic music on legacy between interval sculpts deep space excursions and melodic ways paying homage to influences like tangerine dream and jean-michel jarre legacy by between interval is available from amazon itunes ambientelectronic.com and spottedpeckery.com i'm john de liberto get in the tardis and watch out for daleks as we remember delia dobbyshire We take electronic music and synthesizers for granted today, but in the early 1960s it was pretty rare, and even more rare was a woman making it. Delia Dobbyshire changed that. She indoctrinated a generation of English musicians into electronic sound. They made music like this, all in a direct lineage from Dobbyshire. sound of Delia Dobbyshire has influenced electronic musicians, whether they know it or not. In fact, unless you lived in the UK in the 60s and are somewhere north of age 55, you probably aren't aware of her at all. Yes, Delia Dobbyshire was uh, one of these unsung heroes of electronic music in the UK, I guess. Gary Hughes of Bombay Dub Orchestra and the electronic band, the Delia Dobbyshire Appreciation Society. She worked for the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, which is a very famous institution that specialised in doing electronic music. And Delia joined the Radiophonic Workshop in 1962. And uh, she produced the uh, a lot of terrific music, actually. But I think we both stumbled across electronic music through her, her work on the Doctor Who series, uh, specifically the theme tune. Electronic composer and singer John Fox, founder of the new wave band Ultravox. The idea that you could always find new boundaries to break was really um, inculcated into me by what Delia Derbyshire uh, did <laughs> initially. In, in, in that radiophonic environment at the BBC because she really took that department uh, and Daphne Oram and the others who were part of that they took that department from a from a sort of backroom experimental throwaway into a major part of the BBC
Delia Derbyshire was born in 1937 and, after earning degrees in music and math, she found no work in the world of the English music industry. Women were not allowed. She got an administrative job at the BBC but worked her way into the nascent BBC radiophonic workshop. They created all the electronic effects, audio signatures, noises, and electronic themes of BBC programs like John Baker's New Worlds. Harvey Jones of the Delia Derbyshire Appreciation Society says it was pretty primitive. You, know, you have to bear in mind it's 1962, so there's no keyboard-operated synthesizers. Everything is pretty industrial, and they have to record one note at a time and tune an oscillator to this pitch or try and manipulate a melody by moving a free-turning giant Bakelite knob. Yes, it was tech recorders and about four or five oscillators I think she used. She was just brilliant with tape, you know, she, she was very dexterous. And to illustrate that, all the um, separate instruments on the Doctor Who theme were recorded on separate tape recorders. and put into sync by hand. Most people first became aware of her work with the BBC TV series Doctor Who, which musicians like Gary Hughes, Tim Gain of Stereolab and John Fox watched when they were children. It was scary, you were simultaneously fascinated, but just that the whole opening sequence with the music was genuinely pretty scary. Tim Gain of Stereolab. I mean the cliche of hiding behind the sofa, hiding behind the couch when the scary bits, I did all that, everyone did that. I love the Daleks, I love the voices, because they were, they were genuinely scary. Uh, very harsh metallic voices and I love I loved the effects on them. And my first monster was Doctor Who and the Daleks. The Daleks were my first monsters. And they were very, very scary. And all kids knew, as soon as the Daleks came on telly, you had to hide behind furniture. <laughs> we never actually watched the Daleks. We just listened to a Radio 4 version of the Daleks. No, not my The voices of the Daleks, all distorted and tremulous, were a creation of Derbyshire and the Radiophonic Workshop. But her most notable work was the Doctor Who theme itself. When I was a kid, you know, I would hear that theme coming through, and that was the most powerful aspect of the program. Paul Hartnell of Orbital. I think one of the biggest, sort of, probably the biggest electronic influences on me has got to be the Doctor Who thinking. You know, it's something that I grew up with. It was my favourite programme as a child. I was absolutely obsessed with it. Closing credits went to Ron Grainer, but everyone, including Grainer, knew it was the work of Derbyshire that breathed electronic life into the Doctor Who theme. It's 1962 and it was done by a 20-year-old intern at the Radiophonic Workshop and it's a remarkable piece of work. Harvey Jones. Ron Grainer handed her uh, a, a, you know, a 10 by 4 piece of paper with the chords and melody scratched on it 
and some dubious directions like whooshing sound or, you know, space bubbles and things like that. And Delia got to work with um, Dick Mills and the story goes that, you know, from the Friday through the Sunday, they just worked tirelessly on this thing and they invented a whole bunch of stuff that weekend that we're still fascinated by. Orbitals Paul and Phil Hartnell went on to cover the song on the 2001 Orbital album, The All Together. Its sole purpose when I did it was, this will be a fun way of coming back on stage for an encore live. And the other one was, no one had sort of been listening to it for about, yeah, no, about 10 years it had been off, off the air, so it was kind of a forgotten theme tune at that point, you know, for a lot of younger people. So there wasn't an awful lot of recognition going on with it. And also, we did it in a we did it in a four four instead of a six eight rhythm, so it had to be re- reconstructed anyway. Delia Derbyshire stayed with the Radiophonic Workshop until 1973. She had a few side projects, scoring library music for Kaleidophon Studios and formed a group with David Vorhaus and Brian Hodgson. Recording as White Noise, they made the album An Electric Storm, which was released in 1969. Speaking in 1989, David Vorhaus. She started me in electronic music as meeting her and uh, Brian Hodgson, who runs the BBC Radiophonic Workshops, that uh, started this whole thing happening. We uh, did a couple of tracks um, in the middle of the night at the BBC kind of thing, just for fun, really. They, Brian and Delia stuck me in there, and uh, my best friend sung the song I, I wrote. Just one of the tracks which, in fact, turned out to be the first track on White Noise. Beyond the Delia Derbyshire passed away in 2001 at the age of 64. She was able to see and hear her influence showing up in all kinds of contemporary music, from psychedelic to new wave, ambient to electronic and dance music. She influenced both the sound and metaphorical language of John Fox, both with Ultravox and his own electronic pop albums. Yeah, it sure does. You, you know, you connect it with the future, with new worlds, with quite a lot of fear and trepidation and the unknown which and, and mystery you know the thing that pulls you on always is 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 a kind of um, feeling that you don't know what's around the corner but you're dying to see <laughs> and and that's that's really the kind what you're trying to evoke with the music you know you want it to be not sweet and, and simple, but to be 
you know, it's kind of complex and interesting, enough for you to want to look around that damn corner, you know. Standing in the dark, watching you blow, lifting a receiver, nobody I know. For many musicians, Delia Derbyshire represents a time when electronic music was a handcrafted art with a creativity that isn't found today. Orbital's Paul Hartnell is a fully digitized and computerized musician, but even he thinks that the challenge of forging electronic music like Delia Derbyshire can make it more creative. They say that, you know, a large part of the radiophonic workshop died when they got a synthesizer, you know, because it, they'd lost their kind of creative edge. They, they, they had all of a sudden too much equipment. For John Fox, Delia Derbyshire's electronic manipulations changed the trajectory of music. She created, in a way, the sound of the modern world because those sounds are still currency, they're still current. And in fact, they're even more hit than they ever were because, as you say, they're being rediscovered by new generations again and again. Delia Derbyshire would have celebrated her 80th birthday on May 5th. I decoded you today. As you came off the computer, clean and clear, no interference, hardly any static, excellent woof, no tweet, the memory of you came rushing back. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.